Welcome back to the D-Class Moto Podcast, where Connor and myself, Hayden, talk about crap that we did when we were younger and are currently doing in the moto community. Um, start us off, Connor. Oh, also, this this time, there's got to be some sort of punishment every time we say the word like. Yeah. Because, so. sorry to everyone, we are apparently the worst at saying like too much, and yeah. I didn't realize it until I was editing <laughs> Yeah, so every time, every time now. one of us says, you can say the word like if it makes sense, but if it's just a filler word, then what are we going to have to do? How about we just be mindful of it, okay? Because I don't want to just penalty. punch <laughs> Break my arm. I'm going into surgery tomorrow with a broken arm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're just going to be mindful of it. If it becomes an issue for this episode, third episode is going to be a major penalty every time. I'm cool with that. I'm All right. Cool with that. So we're going to try our best. So... To start off, I wanted to mention the intro song mm. is a very special song to me. <laughs> so here's what happened. Last week, me and me and Hayden filmed the first episode, and I was looking for some music to go as the intro and outro. Not copywritten. Well, yeah, well, here's the problem is there's websites where you can buy music, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, $20 for a song. Yeah. But the problem is it's like a gray area of like how many times you can use the song. Mm -hmm. So it says in the fine print, $20 This is for one use of the song. So I don't know if that means like for one podcast or for one episode of the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. So I was trying to think, I was thinking, what can I do to get around this? And I popped in my head. There is one song that I fully own the copyright to. And that is the song that my middle school band... (laughs) Middle school band named Life Sentence performed this song called Wait. We had it recorded. And I was like, this is perfect. Dude. And it kinda it kinda matches like the yeah. the moto vibe. Yeah, I think it I think it really I had to rip it from YouTube because I didn't have it on my computer. <laughs> so ripped my own song from middle <laughs> school from YouTube, threw it into the intro, and I think it fits pretty well. Yeah, and the meme of the government like you can't do that. That's illegal. But that's my own song. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the intro song. Hope you guys like it. Yeah, definitely. If you want to hear the full song, it's on my middle school YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. You go. I'm gonna go let you guys just YouTube. find that on your own if you want to find oh, it. Gosh. But that's hilarious. great song. Yeah, dude. Um, well, I kind of wanted to start off with uh, kind of introducing ourselves. I know first podcast we kind of talked about how we. Uh, got into moto but you know we're adults and we you both talk have, about like what we we do have, now we have full-time jobs um i'm a certified mercedes-benz technician hidden the mechanic for yeah i'm a glorified mechanic with like more qualifications than i know what to do with um but yeah i uh i work for mercedes-benz and i work on cars that i can't afford it's pretty cool um gave me a ton of experience being able to work on like dirt bike engines and stuff like that. Um, so I don't pay anybody to work on my bike. I work on it myself. Um, and I work on Connor's bike. So. Well, we both, I work on my bike too. I'm Connor's mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not Connor's mechanic, but I will say I do help Connor. If he asks. And, it is nice having Hayden yeah. to help out because Right now, my what is it? The valves are yeah, out you of need spec. Is that the There's, proper way to say it? There is a fine tolerance in which the shims in a four-stroke need to be adjusted to. Uh, basically, the shims 
are out of spec, creating a gap or not enough gap for your valve seats. Um, Basically, in not motor sense terms, my bike won't start and there's an error. Yeah. But <laughs> there's an error. <laughs> I mean, it's I, broken. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm like decently savvy when it comes to motors. And you know like that. You know way more than a lot of the people we go to the track and meet, which yeah. is like, don't discredit anybody that we meet at the track, but I will say, you do meet some people and like, I'll try and talk about like, Oh, I tuned my carburetor and I put this jet in and they're like, dude, I've never even jetted a carburetor. And I'm like, Oh, I never even thought of that. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I had already, I had jetted my carburetor before I even met you. Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoy like learning things like that and figuring out like Mm -hmm. something's broken. And then I search a YouTube video and figure it out. Certified YouTube. And then, I mean, that's what I am. Yeah. But, and I will say you did teach me a good significant amount of knowledge. I'm like, what was something, there was something the other day that I told you about and you're like, Oh, that makes sense. It was literally two days ago. I don't know, but you impressed the crap out of me when you did that wheel bearing. Um, I mean, yeah, yes, you yes, you, yeah, yeah, two days ago. Yeah, like two days ago, you we were watching it. the Braves game, and I knocked my front wheel bearings were absolutely shot, dude. It was bad, like knocked them out in like fifteen bad. minutes. Like, yeah, because of a YouTube video, I just searched was front wheel bearings dirt bike. Mm-hmm. Just followed along, super easy. You did help me out a ton with my front forks. My fr- so when I yeah. bought my bike, uh, it was so clapped out. Um, the front forks would leak every time you'd compress them. Uh, so basically anytime you rode, they would leak. And I didn't have a front brake because I had fork fluid all over my front brakes. And I'm like, this is a huge number one safety concern. We need to address this immediately. So Connor helps me out because he had already done forks in his 01 uh, CR125. Yeah, luckily it was same the exact same yeah, forks. Exact same forks. And so he's like, yeah, I've already done this before. We knocked it out. The first one took a little bit longer, but the second one was like obviously cake. But um, easy. I feel like I've developed almost a photographic memory. Like I can look at something or do something once and remember a great deal of knowledge about it. Um, but to the extent, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm but, kind of the same way. Like I'm about to have to redo the forks on my new bike mm-hmm. because now my right fork is doing what Hayden's was, where every time I compress, we were riding last weekend. You weren't there, but uh, yeah. me and David were riding, and I got back, and I was like, "What is all over my front rim?" And I was like, "Oh, that's fork fluid." That's. I noticed it was like barely starting to leak, mm-hmm. and I ordered one of those Sealmate. I think it's called a Sealmate. Yeah, yeah. Um, that just cleans it out. So I, I figured there hadn't been much lost. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, it was just like almost pouring out <laughs> oh my goodness i decided well guess i'm rebuilding these but, forks but i feel pretty confident about it because it's a it's a different it's a kyb fork instead of mm-hmm. or i guess we both have KYB, no ours yeah. were kybs yeah we had kybs um but you know so it's, it's a completely 15, different fork. 15 years yes, newer. it's a completely um, different fork. we had like people with like you know caveman tools building forks for us in, in 2000 no, but now it's not that bad no but uh i do feel i mean it inspires a seals, lot of confidence. Seals will be really yeah. easy this time yeah. around. Um, yeah, knowing that we've done it once, it'll, it'll definitely inspire some confidence. Um, so you want to get back to what you do for a living? Or yeah, I'm, of- I'm pretty good with that. Like, I mean, if y'all have any questions, like hit us up. But I don't want to waste a bunch of time talking about things that aren't like, for me at least, talking about like dirt bikes. But um, yeah, Mercedes Tech. Yeah, um, so what I do for a living is video production, uh, so I work for a company. We own three fishing TV shows. 
And then we also have a podcast that I produce. Um, and it's all like a lot of video. I shoot slow motion video for our TV shows and do some marketing things, things like that. So that kind of translated over perfectly when I was like, yo, hey, we start a podcast. <laughs> I was like, I already know how to do yeah. the video, the audio, the editing, the mm -hmm. production. So, yeah, you do, and you crushed it, man. If like, y'all think that there's someone behind the scenes doing all the switching for us, no, just just us two. Maybe once we're super famous, we'll have maybe. Our, our own producer. But yeah, yeah. right now it's just us. Everyone. But yeah, so that's what I do for a living, and then just love. I also love fishing. I'm sure we'll talk about that eventually, but mm -hmm. uh, it is fun getting to work in the fishing industry, filming some fishing content and shooting some shows, things like that. Yeah. Connor is like the most humble person I've ever met. Um, like I thought what I did was pretty cool. And then I met Connor and I was like, crap, dude, this guy literally, we both have cool jobs. Sure. Uh, and like, I'm not like, I don't envy what you do and wish that I like, I wish I did what you do, but I don't know. You're, you're very like humble about it and you didn't really, um, be like, Oh yeah, I, I do this and I do all that. It was like every week I would kind of like learn something new. You didn't just like explode all this information on me and like brag about it. You're just like super casual. Well, one thing that I like to tell people is like, like I, I have people that are often are like, Oh man, you have the coolest job ever. And she's like, cause like I decided I wanted to work in the fishing industry and I went, I mean, there's them. like, you don't have to like be a professional fisherman, like fishing every day to get to work around fishing shows yeah. and be fishing. Like for even you could do the same thing in the motocross industry. If I said, I want to work in the motocross industry professionally, I could, I mean, anyone could go find a job that they want to do in that industry. Unless you're like, yeah, I mean, shoot, even if you're like an accountant, you could be an accountant for some cool motocross brand or some cool fishing you're, brand. Or you're so right, dude. I'm, like I have a lot of friends that, work at like a big four accounting firm or at some like random marketing agency mm -hmm. and like maybe they make a little bit more money than me but i i don't know i really enjoy what i do and yeah. i'll take a little bit of a pay cut to be able to work in an industry that i really enjoy and i would encourage yeah. people if, if they don't like their job then go look for something right now unemployment's like that it's yeah there's a lot of jobs man well yeah there's that yeah there's a lot of jobs available right now so yeah uh, if you don't like your job, then pick an industry you like and go for it. I think, I think that's why I kind of, um, was so impressed with like your field was just because in a way it kind of resembled what I did when I was in high school, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And I went out and did it. I wanted to, I wanted to be in either the automotive field or diesel field. I wanted to work, uh, with my hands. And, um, when I got the opportunity to be a Mercedes tech, that was like a huge achievement for me because not everybody gets that kind of position, let alone the opportunity to go into the program. So yeah, like Hayden was talking about me being humble. Didn't you score like in the top, like 1% of your class or something? I was, yeah, I was, I had a great achievement. I was a B student, like my entire high school, um, like BC, like I had a couple of D's like Spanish and stuff like that. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, <Only that. laughs> but I don't know. I never applied myself in high school, like in high school at all. I didn't see myself in high school as like a, an overachiever by any means. But when I got to college, man, I, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I knew how to approach it and I just attacked it, man. And, um, uh, it really excelled me into my program. 
Uh, I was in the top two of my class uh, graduating. And then Mercedes saw that and they're like, hey, we'd be totally interested in like, you know, seeing if you're a fit for us. And so went into their school, uh, did their training and program. And then boom, man, like popped myself out of there. Second in the class should have been top of my class, but we're not going to talk <laughs> about that. Um, and I'm, I'm just grateful that like I had the opportunity to go into that program, graduated, and I work at an amazing dealership, love the people that I'm with. So, I mean, love what I do, man. Like I get to work with my hands and fix problems on things. Like it's really cool. I like it. Yeah. But well, uh, you want to talk about some dirt bikes? Yeah. The story you want to talk about, right? Yeah, man. Um, I've been, I was, I made a trip to Michigan not too long ago for a wedding and I got to hang out with one of my buddies, uh, who I grew up with riding dirt bikes and he really kind of like influenced me in the dirt bike industry and all I remember like all of our major moments together we were doing something extremely dangerous and like probably against I was probably breaking a lot a lot of the time <laughs> we were middle of traffic you know yeah. on a dirt bike or something um but it was one time so my first ever my personal own uh, motorcycle. It was like a 2000 and honestly, I don't even know what year it was. It was a pile. It was probably like an 07. What that dual sport you had? No, that was a 1995, but that I owned this before I owned the dual sport. Okay. Um, it was an, an a mid two thousands Suzuki GZ two fifty. So it looks like a cruiser bike, but it's only 250 CCs of air cooled garbage. And it was way too nice of a bike for me to be riding the way I did. I don't even know if I had a rev limiter, dude. I would just <laughs> rev it to the moon and I never hit the rev limiter. Really? So I don't know, but I would do so many stupid things on that thing. Uh, it was dangerous because like it was so slow. I would push it way beyond its capabilities all the time. And one of those times, my buddy Aaron and I were tandeming this thing oh, <laughs> off road. <laughs> we're, we're going up because he lived in a cul-de-sac. We were going uphill on loose loose grass and dirt and soil, like in dirt bike ruts, because this is where my buddy would ride his dirt street bike. tires? Yeah, on street tires. And we were going in the front end, just washed so hard. And he's riding on, you know, tandem. He's right behind me, and we're laughing the whole way. Washes the front, spills the bike. The bike just slides. My buddy Aaron, who weighed at least 20 pounds more than me, lands on me and pancakes me into the ground <laughs> and i'm just like covered in dirt and uh like debris and stuff and i get up and i'm like wheezing like i'm like <gasps> and he's just like dude that was insane and he's like going to high five me and i'm like can't breathe and he's like oh dude are you okay and i'm over here like gasping for air like i thought i was dying and then like i finally get the wind like the wind was knocked out of me and i finally get like my breath back and I'm like, oh, dude, that was crazy. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is just, Gosh. it's just, I don't know. We were, we were absolute menaces to society on that thing and ended up like twisting the forks on that so many times. I had to like loosen the triple clamps in order to like get them all straight again. And, um, yeah, we would wreck that thing. I'd, bent the front fender i bent a plastic fender don't know how i did that but um you, you know, know get like that sometimes sometimes but 
that bike was extremely dangerous. There's, I, uh, I hated that thing, but it was like the only thing I had. So I had to use it. Um, but yeah, he would, my buddy Aaron and I, we would go ride, um, down streets and we would find a good spot to like park and mess with traffic and stuff. Oh we would act, we would act like there was a rope in between us and we would like pull it tight and like a car would drive in and be like, Oh, oh like, yeah. like we're getting drugged by this rope. Um, but yeah, he and I were just like troublemakers and that was one of the things that we got in big trouble with because my mom and my dad and his mom and his dad were not happy with that situation. Really? Yeah. Cause we're trying to sell the bike too. And, um, you know, get it out of here and tore it all up, tore it all up, man. It was bad. Hilarious. But speaking of Rex, why don't we talk about the other the, day? No, we were, I want to talk we about the other, I want to talk about the other day. What was the other day? Halloween. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. We're going to talk so, about that first. <laughs> all right. So I dressed up as hot rod for Halloween. Hayden was Joe exotic. Mm-hmm. Both had a great time, mm-hmm. but when we dressed, so we dressed up on Friday for our friends having a little get together and we didn't get any good pictures. And I spent $50 on this hot rod outfit. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get a good Rocking photo blue. of me riding I wanted to get on Hayden's dirt bike because Hayden's dirt bike matched the whole hot rod theme a little better than mine. Honda, red. And so we were over at Hayden's house yesterday. Um, I don't even know what we were doing. We got Hayden a new workbench. Oh, yeah. We were just goofing around. Basically just goofing off. We were supposed to pull the motor on my bike yesterday and didn't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Because we took so long taking these awesome pictures. Get on my Instagram (laughs) and find them. Actually, I posted them on TikTok too. Yeah. Um, They'll be up there. If you you don't already, you got to check out D-Class Moto Pod on TikTok. It's fire. Uh, we've been at it for about a week and honestly, it's going pretty well on TikTok. Yeah. Way better than I thought. Um, it would. Way better. We had a video go semi-viral. It was, it was low, low viral status sure. of Hayden taking someone out, which we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But yesterday <laughs> we were taking pictures and in Hot Rod, there's like a crucial or not a crucial, but like an iconic moment where he jumps off this like two foot curb and, and you're trying to that. like like a, a curb like on a street curb so yeah it was like, like a t- tiny little curb yeah and so we were trying to replicate that on hayden's bike and i sent it off the curb got like two inches of air which was exactly what i needed to do for the photo got yep. an amazing photo of yep. it but after that i landed and i had so much speed that i went into hayden's neighbor's driveway which had like loose this, it was like it, was like it wasn't weird... loose it was like a pebble uh driveway but mm-hmm. it had a clear coat on it yeah so on dirt bike tires it was pretty dang slick and i slammed on the back brake and i think i slammed on the front brake and tried to turn towards the sidewalk mm-hmm. and front end just washed out and i snapped hayden's clutch lever, clutch lever right off clean off there was no bend it just it just shattered and like broke off but um hayden's been talking about Getting forever letters. how he wants to get a whole new clutch perch anyway so yeah clutch perch brake lever i told him i was like well here's my here's my great excuse. chance i'll contribute a little bit of money to it <laughs> since i just smashed yours but it is so funny though watching you like wreck my bike because mm-hmm. you felt horrible about it uh and i didn't i just i think i think it was hilarious because yeah, my bike just thought it was funny my I bike actually, was just puking gas all felt, over my neighbor's driveway really bad oh, and like your friends were there that it didn't know oh me. yeah and i was like yeah they're like, like Oh, they're going to think I don't know how to ride a dirt bike on, a, <laughs> on flat ground. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but that's hilarious. Yeah, oh, I had, thought about it. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't. That never crossed my mind at all the other day, but 
That was just so funny. I that whole moment was just iconic. I'll I'll, I'll never forget that. That was just hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm glad because it's so funny. Just we did get, it. it was it was worth it for the amazing photos we got. Yeah, I think the best part about it was the hot rod cape just like <laughs> flapping in the wind as you just <laughs> dump my bike and you're like. Oh, and I'm like, it, it was like, so, I wish we had a video. I know it was like so hot rod nature. Like Rod Kimball would be so proud of that moment. Cause he was just like a goofball and like <laughs> do goofy stuff. Like the little moped doing donuts in the yeah. gravel driveway. And we well, all go check it out. See, so I posted some, the photos of it on our TikTok, mm-hmm. And then I also posted it on my Instagram at Connor Grimes. Um, it's good. You should definitely go look at the photos because they, they turned out. I'm so proud of how they turned out. Yeah, it, it, was it, it really felt cool. I'm not really like one of those like extra people when it comes to taking photos for Instagram and stuff. Usually I just like I moment. get some stuff and then it's like, oh, this is cool. I'll post it. Mm-hmm. But we like set everything up yesterday. Yeah, and cool. I felt fun. I felt kind of weird about it, but it turned out hilarious. So. Yeah. And we live in like a I live in like a suburb. So. It's kind of where we get. Yeah, we were making bikes. a lot of noise with the two-stroke. <laughs> yeah, where I had the two-stroke wide open, <laughs> but yeah, we kind of get in trouble sometimes um, riding our dirt bikes in the neighborhood. But we keep that on the DL. Yeah, I try. I try to not. Well, then my my the four-stroke you can kind of get more away with. Yeah, people are like, oh, it's just a. Well, what's the lower tone? The two. Well, so the other thing is the four-stroke you can like kind of just like you can put around on it. Put around yeah. on it. Two but stroke, the two-stroke, yeah. you gotta like hold it wide open, even if you're just driving around the neighborhood. So. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely tag a photo of the broken lever. I think I, could, I got a couple pictures of like your reaction. Okay. We'll throw that up there. Oh yeah, we'll we'll uh, throw. So I'll post the hot rod pictures on D Moto Pod Instagram too. Yeah. Um, and we'll post the lever, and yeah, we'll we'll post some we'll post some. Pictures. We gotta start posting more on that Instagram anyway. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we. Like, yeah. Everyone, make sure you also follow D Class Motopod on Instagram. Mm. Or the same thing on Instagram and TikTok. Those are like the two places we post. And YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Uh, if you want to watch this podcast, if you're listening, I highly recommend. You can watch it. Just search D Class Motopod or D Class Moto Podcast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first episode's already up. Second episode, if you're listening to this, then it's already up too. So mm-hmm. if you want to see us looking like goofballs, then be sure to check it out. It's a good time. Uh, I'll talk about what happened the first time I ever raced a dirt bike. So yeah, um, so this is this is the video that went semi-viral on TikTok. Yeah. Luckily, Hayden was wearing a GoPro. And oh, happened. I know. Yeah, so I'd always wanted to record myself riding a dirt bike. Um, I'd never. I want to be able to like watch what I did so I can like learn from it. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I learned the hard way. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that was your fault. I'm pretty sure it was my fault. There were so. If y'all don't know, TikTok comment section gets pretty spicy Very when there's spicy. when there's something controversial going on. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, everyone in the comments said that it was the other person's fault. Yeah. So some people were like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> you should be passing them cleaner. I think it's a product of. If, it, if you look at the. So I'll just explain quickly what happens in the sure. video. Or, or do you want to? Or I, you can. Yeah, you, you so, go for it. We were down at Scrub and Dirt, Monroe, MX, whatever it's called, Scrub mm-hmm. and Dirt in Monroe, Georgia, doing our first race ever. I think we briefly mentioned that on the last yeah, podcast, did, yeah. but this was during, I think, the beginner class race. Oh, yeah. Super beginner class So me, race. me and you were both in that race. Yeah. And Hayden, this was on the finish line jump. Hayden was jumping. This guy jumped in front of him. And to me, it looked like 
So you're on the left side. Mm-hmm. He landed right in front of you, like basically right before you. You landed, and as you were landing, he cut in. It looks like he kind of like did it on accident, mm-hmm. but he cut in. Y'all made contact. He ended up. If you watch the video and like go frame by frame, you can see his tire just going boom, boom, boom. And it goes like straight right oh. as he's going out of frame. Kid went down pretty hard. The bike flipped. I, I saw by the corner of my eye. I didn't. His feet there. And I was like, gosh. Oh, geez. I, didn't, I obviously didn't see any of it because I was somewhere else on the track. But the, yeah. there were two. The kids that were beside us that were. I think we mentioned last time, like we were having a good time with them. They were. Yeah. They were like our pit crew for our last race yeah but you mentioned something about how you wrecked someone and they're like you wrecked that guy that was the gnarliest crash ever oh, apparently yeah. it was yes, pretty, the crowd is a fan favorite of the day apparently it's pretty bad the kid didn't race second moto i felt kind of bad but i i felt horrible dude so i've been battling this kid like yeah since, i watched since the, the gate drop. It, was, it was like at least three laps where yeah you were stuck behind him since the gate drop i was i was behind him i was chasing him down i showed him tire like a bunch of times he he it was, it was impossible for him to not know I was there because I had made like a pass, just didn't have the drive. Uh, There's like a, a two lane and I would yeah. be out in front of him, but then it would switch back and he'd be out in front of me. Um, So we were battling back and forth for a good couple laps. Uh, I had this really great drive off the finish line jump. I had just hit the corner just right, got the power band just right. Uh, Great drive up the, the face of the jump and he didn't. And so I, I cleared the jump landed and as i'm landing i realize dude i'm gonna hit this guy and yeah so because you guys didn't both take the same line no yeah so it was he he must have cased it and Mm -hmm. he somehow Mm -hmm. came in because you held your line he somehow came in yeah we both we both took a a weird line at the finish line i took it more of like a trying to cut the inside so basically i jumped this way he jumped this way but he jumped before me and it was like a and then we both met at the end and I smacked him. And before I even made contact with the guy, I was apologizing. I was like, sorry, 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 sorry. And then it was like, boom, crash. And then he goes over the bars and loses control. And I'm like, do I stop? Do I turn around? Like, this is my first time racing. Like, do we do this? And then I, the thought that came into my mind is just like how many times AP has taken somebody out or like how many times Fernandez has taken somebody out. And yeah, well, you can't stop when you're in a race. No, right? yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, if I was a pro, I would definitely not be stopping. <laughs> and so I just put the throttle back on and kept going about the race. But uh, I felt so bad. As soon as I got off the track, I waited for him to come back around and I caught up to him and I apologized. And I'm like, man, I'm, I feel so bad. Like, I have no, I yeah, don't know. I don't, if you've I don't raced think, before, I don't think it was your fault, but it was, I mean, it was like a racing incident. I, yeah, y'all, y'all go look at the video and you decide. Leave, what, leave a what comment happened. of what whose fault you think it was. I think that it was not your fault. Yeah, and it was I, either it was either just a racing incident or yeah. it was his fault. I definitely think it was a ra- racing incident and a product of like amateurs. Mm-hmm. If you, if these were two like pros, obviously this would have never happened. Uh, there was one kid I, I kind of argued with in the comments. He was like, "This is why C class sucks so much." Oh yeah, and I, I jokingly I come back and I was like, "Bro, what are you talking about? This is D class." Yeah, and he goes, even worse. <laughs> oh. I was like. Dude, why why is everyone hating on these beginner classes? Yeah. That's literally the this point is, of it. Yeah, this is, is how I get my feet wet. This is how I like gain experience. Like I learned so much from that battle. Like all I wanted was to just have like bar to bar, you know, battling. Like, cause there's a lot of separation in like 
just overall skill. Um, I feel like anybody could have won on any of the bikes in the class, just down to skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot of just battling in the mid pack and it was just a racing incident, but yeah, that was a fun, fun time though. I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't take it back for anything. It was, it was learning. <laughs> it. it was a learning, great learning experience, but yeah, but well, I think I might, there's a chance I might be racing back at Monroe this weekend. Fire up. Um, I guess this podcast will come out after that, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hopefully racing down this weekend. You might potentially might, join. Aiden's might. getting his, was, we meant, you mentioned literally like the first five seconds of the episode, you're like, I'm getting surgery tomorrow, but you never said what's going on. So yeah, I'm uh, getting my leg cut off. Just tired of looking at it. Um, <laughs> I'm getting my wisdom teeth pulled out tomorrow and kind of nervous, but it'll be fine. I'm not worried about, I trust the medical professionals getting in there and ripping my teeth out. But yeah, so today's um, a Monday. So Tuesday, Hayden gets his wisdom teeth out. We're hoping by Saturday he'll be good enough to race. We'll see. We'll see though. Hopefully we don't have any more incidents. mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Hopefully. And there's a few people that uh, follow us on TikTok that were at the race. So Mm -hmm. hopefully we get to meet up with them try and find them mingle uh we'll we'll see but i think that's about it this is kind of a shorter podcast because yeah. so hayden's getting his wisdom teeth out so we couldn't do anything the rest of the week I'd be good and down my mind. i'm going to a, the race this weekend then a wedding and then monday i'll go to florida for a week to film for work mm-hmm. so we kind of had to throw a quick one together but i i thought this was a blast we, Dude, this is fun. we got some awesome stuff talked about and yeah can't wait for the next one yeah, definitely. Uh, check it out. And uh, for anybody watching this on on YouTube, you'll enjoy the background. So, yeah, we've got my uh, I inherited this deer butt. Uh, it's literally like a stuffed deer butt that you hang on the wall. So it's freaking great. If you see it on YouTube, sure to leave a like. <laughs> uh, Drop a name for it. We got yeah. a name for it. I don't know if we have a name for it. So, name, name but, but I guess all right, we'll yeah, that's, there. that's it for tonight. We will see you guys next week on the D Class Motopod. Peace out.